and we're live hi guys welcome to another episode of the dance sports and podcast i'm your host david Whew. well um after i whenever i expect sports to embarrass me they end up not doing that when i expect a lot from them they end up letting me down now i'm not gonna get carried away with this but you know um it was nice to get out to winning ways um to beat everything five nil i do not care how bad the opponent is it feels good to win five nil it feels good to win basically but to win five nil is really good um good result and then the top four is um gets even more hotter as the weeks as the season draws to close um so today we're gonna do quickly we're gonna quickly um go over all the games that happened the last weekend um, we're gonna review them and probably even give some takes and talk about them in general. You know I always do it, right? Then also a big story today is the top four race. Um, as you all know, the Premier League title race is I wouldn't say decided, you know, but it's looking a lot, a lot less interesting as it should. I mean, with Man City, Man City winning, Liverpool winning, pushing away, kicking away, right? Now Chelsea, they sort of maintain, they're sort of maintaining their third position. You know, they win here, they win here, they won against Burnley four 0 over the weekend. So the top four race looks like the one that's more interesting because why? The teams, the points that separate the teams from Arsenal to Spurs, um, three points is basically what separates Arsenal and Spurs. And when you look at the fact that Spurs and Arsenal both have games in hand, Spurs and Arsenal are yet to play against each other. Anyways, um, I'll talk a lot more about this in the main show. So um, without further ado, let's delve into this episode. So welcome to the show. Uh, let's do this review segment, and um, we'll start with the Chelsea game, Burnley Chelsea game. Although the kickoff, early kickoff was Leicester versus Leeds, with um, Leicester coming away with the one new win. Um, Harvey Barnes scoring. Now, um, the way I think Harvey Barnes is returning, I think he scored. He did score against Spurs when Spurs played against him and Spurs won 4-3. But this one thing about, I, I do like I said, I, you know, I've always said I do have a sort of a soft spot for Burnley, like watching them play. The way they play is sort of interesting. It's like it's interesting to watch. It's a little bit entertaining. Not like it's very entertaining, but it's new to watch. Watching them run around like lizards, right? <laughs> that speed over a short distance. The likes of Vardy, Barnes. You watch them running around like that. You know, like <laughs> it's fun to watch. And yeah, have a band scoring, and it was the same, the same again. You know, watching them whizzle around like. So let's start one, one nil. And then let, let me just quickly go with the Burnley Chelsea game. Um, Chelsea winning for new. I remember in the intro I said that Chelsea are sort of consolidating their third spots. They're probably not going to finish second or first. Liverpool and um, Manchester are going to be kicking away and plugging away, right? But Chelsea are just going to be consolidating their spots. And it's what, it's what they did. And they did that properly well. Winning 4 0 against um, Burnley. Um, goes from Rich James, Harvard, and um, Harvard. Pulis is scored. The third goal scorer is escaping me right now. I'm trying to remember who that guy is. I was in Havertz also, but I remember how the goal was quite scrappy. But anyways, so Chelsea winning 4 0 away at Burnley. And um why is it even extra annoying is because sports lost there, which sports should have won. Anyways, let's go to the next game. Aston Villa putting four past Southampton. Um now this is why the game is also annoying. Now this this brings memories and it makes me extra annoyed. Because sports lost against Burnley and Southampton, and these are games sports should have been winning. And going and watching Villa put four past Southampton. And sometimes they almost didn't offer up any. Yeah, you know they, they did okay, but losing four 0 and we they were well beaten. And Danny is scoring again. And Coutinho, I mean sports fans told us that Coutinho was not going to be good enough for sports. That he's too old. Da da da. I love them. And now Coutinho is doing well for Villa. So make it make sense. He had two, I think two assists and he scored. He scored it. something like that. They won four 0 And um, yeah, the Newcastle. Well, Newcastle versus Brighton. Newcastle are doing a very good job at ensuring that my prediction. 
about them was wrong because like it's wrong but i i said that okay i said that um because my impression about them was i was like i think eddie howie was a bad appointment i thought he was a bad appointment at the time but looking at how he has done with them and how he has transformed joel linton and how he has made if Shoja, even gimaresh can't even get a start for f for newcastle it's proof that maybe i was wrong maybe with the right resources that guy looks like he knows what he's doing now we don't know maybe it's pro- maybe their late season form i don't know but we have to give him credit that listen this guy has really done well and he has to deserve to get credit for it so they're going to stay up and i would like, i thought they're going to have to appoint one of those traditional british managers who know how to keep a team up who know how to play a certain way play the basics you know but newcastle have really done well in ensuring that they men they they stay up so they're going to stay up i mean they've won they've won the winning run they've just they, and this is what i'm talking about with the run you want to achieve a certain goal you have to go on a run not stop start stop start stop start you have to go on the run if you want to win the league you go on the run if you want to win finish top four go on the run if you want to guess you want to get rescue relegation go on the run wigan used to do this very well back then wigan would go on this their last 13 game run where they would win um some matches where they would have to kill a lot of giants they'll draw a lot of key matches beat the team around them and that's how wigan stayed safe that's how stoke so used to do it a lot back then um, I think it's another team that's always doing this. Be really good at it. Try to remember the team. Try to remember. Um, but they, so when this team were like that, right, they knew how to battle. Once the season was drawing close, Sunderland used to do it too. They did it like three times. You know, Sunderland used to do it a lot. First they would go on a run and then they would kill a lot of giants. I remember Wigan beating United one year. The season must they won the league. One of the reasons why United lost that league was because Wigan actually. Regan was one of the persons who made them who made Man City able to catch up when it was able to catch up by by beating United at the sh- I remember Shane Maloney back then one year. An interesting backstory on Shane Maloney quickly. I know I'm David digressing a bit. I was watching um 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 UEFA I watched the Celtic um UEFA Cup run. Celtic they had a cup run where they they had the run where they got to they beat Liverpool in the semi-finals of the UEFA Cup. It was back in 2002 or three around that period, right? Before Mourinho won Champions League a year later with Porto. So um, the final was between Celtic and Porto, and Maloney was like Maloney was a youngster, like a protege for um, Celtic at the time. Interesting backstory, but now you know though. And it's back to <laughs> I'm sorry about the digressive. Back to what I was saying. You know, teams like this, they able to and Newcastle. They were now you could argue that Newcastle spent money in January, but that's fine. They had they, you do use what you have to get what you want, and they did, and they spent what they had, and then there they are. So they want to beat back in two one, and. Listen, well, I want to talk about. Remember, if you listen to my episodes, I used to always talk about. Um, I just slander Graham Potter a lot. I personally think he's like the football hipsters' um, choice. Who football hipsters tend to gravitate towards in these days now? I mean, back then it was they had every man. They had a hipster choice every season. I think it was from, you know, who everybody think. Oh, this is the next best thing, and you know, this is the next best thing, and then eventually they get found out. You know, there were there always been a hipster manager every season, and their new their new flavor of the month is you know is him. It was Bielsa, it was Bielsa last season, right? And now their hipster choice is currently um, Graham Potter. And we had an argument, a conversation with, my, with a friend of mine where we were talking about, you know, what we think and how, you know, Graham Potter and, you know, how I think about Brighton. And they were praising Brighton. I said, no, I don't think Graham Potter is the way he is. I think, I, I don't know if I've, you know, mentioned it on, a, on an episode, but I had a conversation of, of, off camera, off, um, off mic, right? We talked about it and I was like, I don't think he is, you know. And truly, so far, they've lost, they've lost a lot of games. So far, they've not finished in the top half, and they're likely not going to finish in the top half. I told you when you look at Southampton's form, Southampton is you know making a charge, and they are actually slumping. 
they're really going because I think they lost this one, they lost their previous game also. So Brighton have not really been so they've been back to that normal service. They will spend, I mean, yeah, they play well, they look good on the ball and everything, but the points of the board is what I'm talking about. And listen, I know people will talk about oh, at least they play well, they play good football. Listen, the point on the board is what keeps you in the job. Did nobody give a damn about your point, your style, everything? The points on the the points on the board gives you um makes you keeps you in the job. The points on the board enables um, your team to push on, gives your team money, position you finish in, gives them money to be able to recruit and invest. Now you have to get the point on the board, you have to get a playing style. It's, it's better to have a you have the point on the board than just have a playing style and with that point on the board. It's good to have the two, but it's best to have it's best you have point on the board because at the end of the day, that's what keeps you in the job. And you know, Graham Potter and they lost again 2-1. And now Wolves versus Palace. Now Mentioning Wolves again makes me extra upset because you know, like the Southampton and the Burnley game, this is another team that Sports lost against. You know, in a game that Sports should have won, lost two 0 and Wolves losing two 0 to Crystal Palace. Um, goes penalty from Zaha and Jim Mateta, Mateta have the first goal and um, penalty from Wilfred Zaha. Then um, two one. Then Norwich City again, the slump continues. They lost three one to Brentford. Evantoni scoring a hat trick, two penalties from Evantoni, so basically effectively a hat trick. And um, Watford versus Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, sorry, Watford was Arsenal. I'm sorry. Why is the Newcastle? I rest is so cool, right? So, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Watford um, losing to Arsenal 3 2. Good goal from Saka and also good goal from McNally. I mean, the team play. Arsenal really look a really good sign and they're really playing really well. Um, they, and then they're currently in the top four. That win took them to the top four, they're in the fourth spot with um, United losing 4 1. Which is Fino United losing 4 1. Um, United losing 4 1, yeah, effectively led um, Arsenal to win and then Arsenal overtook United in the top four spot. Now, check this out. Speaking of United, let's go to United. They lost 4 1 to Man City. Now, this is the thing, right? Man City probably let, let United equalize, right? I don't know if they, I, I won't say they let them equalize, though, but Man City were clearly better. Heads and shoulders above, above Man United on the day. 4 1. I mean, it was, a, it was a proper beating. Good goal from Mares. Mares, that volley from the corner was mwah, fantastic. And you see what Man City, right? I don't know. It looks like Spurs have their number. Spurs would have their number, right? So Man City, Spurs, Spurs beat Man City, right? And the next weekend, you know, Spurs lose to Burnley. Sorry, sorry, lose to um, is it Burnley? Is it Burnley? Or, no, it was Leeds and Burnley. Spurs lost to Burnley. Man City will get back to winning. Now look at this night. So. Man City now about to winning ways. They've been winning their game, so it's probably like there's a bump in the road. Now I don't know if it's a psychological thing between Spurs and Man City. I'm sorry. Let's let's talk about United. So now they lost four one. Um, Maguire also again making a meme of himself. <laughs> oh my God. And speaking of United, United also will be playing Spurs in the next game. Now losing four one um, on a, in a derby. It's 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 bad. It is really bad. I don't know care how people try to spin this thing up. And Sancho, a good goal from Sancho. He made good at some of himself. And him scoring and you know making his hand like look like that, right? It was quite funny because they went went on to lose four one. And why is it even extra funny? Is because um a lot of United fans, you know, prior to that game they will be talking about stats, right? Oh, um KDB versus this, you know, versus Pogba. Pogba is this, and on the on the KDB versus the, uh, the comparing Manchester players to United players, and on the day when it's time for it to happen, I mean this will be slandering KDB for a long time, and then KDB drops a proper performance on their midfield, dunks on their midfield. That is why it's just really funny to watch. <laughs> it was just so funny. Uh, they will never learn. They will still go on and do the same thing next week and compare their players to Manchester players. It's just what they do, and you let the fans have their moment. But I think a lot of football fans need to open their eyes and be a lot more demanding of their team, of their, their team, right? 
because my opinion i think united fans they, they let the standards drop and this is another thing we talked about i talk about that i think the fans have a big play a big role. i don't talk about this about sports fans they play a big role in why the club is has a trophy drought or why the club hasn't won anything the fans are the biggest um they have the play biggest role in that if the fans want trophies and they make the club know that they want trophies and they make the club know that we want this player and they're unified the club will listen to the fans listen no matter how much money the club has right if you have empty seats you it's pointless so once the fans make that if you look at United fans under Ferguson their standards are really high right standards are really high you know they're expecting to win you know basically every year right we expect to win the league that's United the United way we play certain way do this now appointing more is dumbed down the expectations right United you know the expectations were dumbed down now you're looking at years of dumbed down expectations and United fans are just hoping for top four you know and now a lot of them are rather just prefer compare that's why you see things like this oh the conversation like people calling Rashford a generational talent which he's been linked with the move away from United now you know all this kind of things you keep hearing because a lot of football fans nowadays care more about players and not the team's um, success and this is the United fan base oh Sancho sorry now everybody's talking about oh Sancho as an individual not as a team is the team really playing well nobody's really talking about that and that's it's really funny and the standard of John look at Man City Man City they're completely different obviously Man City fans they will pick up from the individual players my point is this right United fans they care more about the individual players success and it's correct so now I don't know if Man City fans have that kind of mentality too you know because yes they do tend to I don't know if it's come as a shock the success of the show because a lot of them are so used to the years when they battle relegation and all that and so they most of them are not used to it because that's why you hear conversation when you talk about Champions League they don't really give much attention to Champions League as they should they don't really want to because I don't know they really look at everything as a blessing <laughs> it's probably like I don't know if that's the case with Man City fans but maybe that's just it yeah so Man City winning 4-1 and they extend the lead at the top of the table and Liverpool also winning their game one against West Ham um, go from Mane 1-0 and then um, yeah and that goal um, keeps West Ham, um, keeps West Ham, um, not in Zofo West Ham are currently 6, um, obviously 28 uh, games played, um, 45 points and 11, goal versus 11. So West Ham lost, um, Liverpool won 1-0. And Leicester, I spoke about Leicester already, Leicester winning, beating Leeds won. And we won't talk about something quickly if I jump to the next, to the, to the final one, right? Um, Leeds, you know, do you remember I said about the hipster choice, football hipster, and once the media, they, I don't know what's the problem with the media with a certain way of football, right? Once they like that way you play, they tend to let things go. They tend to ignore some of the, your mistakes. They tend to ignore some of your, um, your step, your fallbacks. You, they tend to ignore a lot of your shortcomings. And this was Bielsa. So Bielsa didn't get points on the board. Played a certain way, didn't get points on the board. Get got trounced every freaking week. Six nil, four two, five nil. For new, you know, they were getting beaten a lot properly, and yes, you could argue Bonner on that. But now, listen, Bielsa got sacked, but the news did not really carry as much um, um, as what you would expect. The news did not go as far, it wasn't really as we expect. I mean, a lot of fans, when they sacked Mourinho, I mean, we heard about it everywhere. When it was the talk of this, but Bielsa just went looking now. You could argue that Leeds are a small club, maybe they're not a small club, though. I'm not saying that, right? You could argue that maybe Leeds position, uh, but no, Leeds are historically a big club. Historically, and Bielsa was nominated as FIFA Coach of the Year. So Bielsa, you guys elevated him to st- a way. So you can't really use that excuse of "oh, Leeds are when you talk about him." No, you guys picked him up when he didn't deserve it, you know. And then you saw you, he's inspired, and they were still singing his praises even after he has been gone. Like, man, this is weird. And the funny thing is, this is how people. There are people who tend to who believe the media, who love them so much, and that's why it's it's really funny to watch. It's really funny to watch and be sad. 
Anyways, um, the final game, Spurs of Everton. Yeah, like I said in my intro, it feels good to win um, after just that depressing uh, midweek fixture against Middlesbrough in the FA Cup knockout. Now, I'm still upset at the FA Cup knockout, but there's one interesting um, change in the team like news. Um, Bentacore returned, and the difference between Bentacore and Wings is so wide. Jesus Christ. I mean, the golf in class. I'm talking about, I'm talking the, the, height of, the highest point of Mount Everest to the bottom of, uh, the lowest point of Mount Everest, right? Which is previously the bottom, right? That's the golf in class between Wings and Bentacore. And it showed yesterday. And check this out. Even the game against Mansley, Bentacore played. The FA Cup game against uh, Brighton, Bentacore played that game. So, another thing, Kulusevsky was good um, in that. And it's even good to see two players you just signed and you just hit the ground running instead of waiting. And this is another thing. Can sports do more of this kind of signings? Please, can they just do more of this kind of Instead of buying someone and you hope that the person will do well, da, 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 da. can we do more of those signings in the summer? Can we? Anyway, so um, first goal, own goal from Michael Keane. Um, good goal. Uh, it, was good? it was a good goal. It's comical. It depends on which side you look at it. I don't. I, I feel bad for players who score own goal. I won't lie. Um, if you look at it, it's kind of difficult for the guy. You know, he was running. I don't know. I don't. I don't have to defend. I'm not a defender, so I don't know how that position his body. But I don't know how. But those kind of things they tend to happen. Maybe could have, that situation could have prevented before it got to that point because you're probably too late at that point facing your goal, and with the ball coming in like maybe we should have read the game. But maybe I don't know. Then there was a then Doherty. Doherty was like, I was like, where is this Doherty? That was, you know, I did have a theory that you know Doherty may just be. You know, preferable than Royal because Royal is, is frustrating going forward. And you know, Doherty was quite good. Um, good as it's very that second one to Kane, right? That pass for Kane's goal, right? That pass was beautiful. It was a very perfectly well weighted pass, and Kane just voiced similar to the goal against Leeds. And then um, Kane has um, surpassed Thierry Henry on the goal score. So Kane is on 176, Henry is 175. So Kane is on 100. So basically, Kane has surpassed Henry. So now the goal, um, the goal and uh, the highest goal scorer is clear that Kane is going for that. It's very obvious that he's going for that. Now, whether I do that at Spurs or I do that at Man City, we don't know. Do that, but it's very likely he's going to be in England because that is on his radar. And it's very likely that Man City may come back for him. We don't know. But this one is signed Alvarez. We do not know. He may come back for him. We don't know. But this one, the ball is in Kane's court. So this summer is very interesting. Now, depends on what Conte will say. But if I was Kane, I don't think I would stay. I probably even not even sign a new country. I probably stayed that last year. And then, because it, it, let's be real, you know, broken promises multiple times. There's no amount, and what's the guarantee that Conte won't be sacked? That's the issue here. Broken promises since 2019, and now you keep hearing, please stay, please stay one more year, one more year. And no, man, listen, if I was Kane, I would put my career first and I would say, listen, it is time to make a decision. I gave you guys, you know, most of my 20s, and, you know, there was no no ambition, nothing. Most of my peak years, I guess. So at this point, I'm in my peak of my careers. I probably it's time for me to probably. So I don't know. I would not blame him if he makes that decision. And whatever he does is the best guy. So yeah, Spurs winning five nil was good. And now that would take Spurs. Um, Spurs are still where they are though. But like, they moved up a bit. You know, took advantage of the fact that um, Spurs are still. They took advantage of the fact that Wolves won, lost, and then they extended their lead so five points ahead of Wolves. So we get four hundred forty-five points, three points behind Arsenal in fourth place. Now the North London derby is going to be very interesting. Anyways, um, let's let's move forward to the um, the, t- the big story. We'll talk, I'll talk more about um, the top four race in general in that place. Stay tuned and um, I'll see you there.
Okay, we're going to our big story, and um, our big story is the top four race. Um, so, you know, top four race, I was already, I was already if you listen to the, um, the previous segment, right, you probably hear I was biting at that conversation gradually. I was quite biting as if I was kind of holding myself back. But yeah, let's talk about the top four race. And um, as it stands, the top four, in the top four positions, we have, um, I mentioned, in fact, remember in my first segment, I mentioned that Arsenal at three point, fourth position to, um, to seventh. Um, you have um, three points separating them. Um, I would have included Wolves in this conversation, but the way Wolves look, they are eight points behind Arsenal, and you know, we don't know. But I'll include Wolves in this conversation, anyways, because they look they are still about Southampton now on 35 points, so you probably will not really put Southampton in that conversation, you know. Yeah, so, um, in the top four is so United and West Ham lost, and then um, Spurs won their game, and Arsenal also won their game, so three points. Now, the North London derby, if you remember, wasn't played, was postponed. Now, that derby is going to be very, very, very spicy. Because there's a lot riding on that game. Apart from Honor and Pride, the top four, um, the top four race the position for the, to, because getting top point. I think I think that that game has a lot riding. A three points in that game has three points in that game has a lot more significance than any other game. Three three points in that game, you know, and one could extend, one could catch up, you know, and that is why that game is very important. Three points. Now I could say all of this and the game could end up in the draw, which is very likely to happen because that is not not that being enough here, right? But now, if you look at the stats around supporting that game, now we don't know, it hasn't been um, announced yet, still to be declared because it was postponed. They might pick a day very soon. And this one that both teams are out of the FA Cup, they might pick an FA Cup weekend and then just put the two teams together and then go at it, get your three points. And then we'll see how it goes. But Sports are on to Arsenal have, a, have um, three games in hand. Sports have two games in hand. So, so Arsenal are a game behind Sports. Sports are, you know, a game ahead of Arsenal. Now, one of the games in hand is that London Derby. And then. Um, United and also another thing, Arsenal have Leicester, Liverpool to play, right? And if even United, United have played Liverpool in one game, so they'll have second game to play against Liverpool. Um, West Ham, um, I don't know. Would you, I just have just put them in that conversation. I don't know if West Ham will, you know. But the top four race, they are in it though. That's why you can. But I don't know if they would be able to stand the test, you know, in the long term. I don't know if probably their style. Of, well, their style of was too giddy giddy. Okay, if my non-English listeners, right? Uh, when I get it, get it, get it, like when they just like you know to describe um, a, f- a play of not being calm, trying to do things in um, an uncoordinated manner. I won't say Western are uncoordinated though, but my point is let's just do it anyhow. That kind of you have Antonio up front hustling for the ball, then you've got Bowen and uh, maybe Benrahma running. And I was which even the game against Liverpool, I was watching Antonio right. And then he would push the ball and try to run. We use a lot of his body, his weight. And Liverpool, Liverpool defenders handled him really well. And that's what happened. When he played against teams like Norwich, he could bully their defenders. You know, he would try to. But sometimes when he bully defenders, defenders who do not really play his game, where they try to measure up to him. If you know you're not as strong as him, and trying to measure up to him, you know, it could, it could hurt you in the long run. This is what, this is what you could see. But I'm not really West Ham. The West Ham are still in the conversation because I'm in virtual position. Obviously, them and United have played um, equal games and they're only ahead of Spurs on goal difference um, because Spurs and West Ham are tied on points. So Spurs have two games in hand and West Ham have to, um, and two. United also losing again. So United also will be playing against you know, um, Arsenal. Um, Spurs, are playing against, Spurs are playing against United in the next game. So that game has a lot riding on it. Three points, very important. Spurs winning that game will take them to um, fifth and then you know push them closer to Arsenal. And then hopefully Arsenal loses to Leicester. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then West Ham loses their game, and then so now I'm being selfish. Listen, listen, I did say you know the top four race, I do not really because I, I didn't put sports in it, I did not tip sports finishing top four, you know. But 
if the conversation is there to be had, then we'll see it through. But I'm not really putting my getting my hopes up because let's be real. I mean, they've been promised to let me down multiple times. You've listened to this episode times, and even before I even even when I even said I was not going to record yesterday, I was because for the plan. I said sports are going to attack my mental health later, and hopefully and thankfully they didn't do that. They they won yesterday. They made me they made me happy, you know. And but this is what I'm saying, right? With sports, you just don't know what you're going to get. And that's why the thing is, you can't really draw a reason that well, sports are going to win this amount of matches. I remember when I said they have to go on the run. If sports can go on the run, they can do it. Because currently on 28, 26 matches, you have 12 games to go. If sports can go on the run, they can do it. But would they? Because um, would they do it? That's the, the big question. And they're playing against United next. So they have to win that game. And United coming into this game off the back of a 4-1 loss. It's a very interesting game at Old Trafford. That game has a lot riding on it. So sports have, and this is the thing, the pressure on that game is going to be more. And they are, the sports players tend to crumble under pressure. But with Bentacore back and Kulusevski, we don't know. Maybe Kulusevski might exploit um, Alex Tejas because a lot of United fans have been by Alex Tejas recently. And Kulusevski in midfield, you know, we'll see what, sorry, Bentacore, we'll see what he could do, he can do on that day. But I probably feel a little more relaxed with Bentacore and Bentacore in midfield. Is he, he's obvious that than, um, Better call him midfield than Winks, and then with Overski being injured, then anyway, there's basically that's a two midfield pairing for Spurs um, currently, and then um, West Ham and Spurs still have a game to play against each other too because um, the second uh, leg, so West Ham have to come. So, so the, there are lots of games. The Spurs still have a chance if they want to. The ball is not not caught at the moment, right? But Spurs have a lot of chance because the teams above them, Spurs have a chance to play them in the future. If Spurs maintain the distance with them. And sports beat each of these teams. Sports have a chance to go above them and even extend the lead. So it's in sports' courts, and they, they have to be. They have to put in 100%. And the way they will get a lot of the mental strength has to go in. And this is if you don't finish top four, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I mean, come on. You have there are four teams chasing or five, including Wolves, right? Chasing for. Now I'm just including Wolves. You get me? They're even they're on 27 games anyway. So why not include them? You have Wolves too. Right, so there are five teams chasing for fighting for the top four spot. It's not going to be easy. You're not going to just get on the platform, so you have to fight for it. And so this is why I say sports have to put in their best if they want to finish top four. Now, like I said I'm also putting my hope on them finish top four. Maybe if I do not, if I if I do not put hope on them doing it, they might end up doing it. So maybe that's what I'm banking on. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I wanted a trophy this season, and the fact that I'm not getting a trophy this season is is really annoying me. It's probably made me disillusion like just cut off coming from the season mentally and just say ah i don't think i'm interested anymore because this is what they've done yeah now who's gonna finish the top four i do not know i do not want to make any predictions because it's gonna be sentimental it's gonna be sentimental. you know very well that i'm gonna listen let me tell you let me tell you what i want right what i would want ideally right i want to finish top four so my my prediction here will be very sentimental yes i'll it will sentimental and be very painful for me to, to admit some certain things. And that's why I do not want to do it. I don't want to put myself through that. <laughs> I don't want to predict it. But I'll put the facts on the table and let you guys just draw your own conclusions. But I do not want to be sentimental about it. That's why I do not want to talk about this. But listen. With um, the teams and players. So the teams are in with a chance. And another thing also is this, right? And then the finish top four also can decide a lot. You know, the summer window is going to be very interesting. Let me finish. I can't do it now. Ideally, right? I want supposed to finish top four, right? As a sports fan, even though I wanted a trophy, you know, we didn't get. You know, but anyways, just five of all you can get. Get what you can get, right? Out of the season, out of the failed season, get what you can get. I would prefer United to finish top four over Arsenal. <laughs> it's common sense, man. I would prefer United to finish top four over Arsenal. United any time. But this is why, you know. 
there's a lot of sentiments here, so I can't really predict and I can't really do any prediction. It's gonna be laced with bias, so there's no point <laughs> ruining the show for you. <laughs> but that's that's just I think we'll come down to this show. Um seems in the chasing teams, teams, teams that are in the top four race. Um good luck to every one of you except your Arsenal or United or West Ham. Good good luck to everyone except you have any of those two teams. <laughs> um yeah, so um coming to this episode. Um I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be back um Thursday, yeah, uh, back Thursday. There'll be some, some European games this midweek. Seeing some European games, yeah, some European games. Well, anyways, I'll be back um, Thursday and um, hopefully um, we'll have some good news to report and then we'll have another big story, an interesting big story to report. Without further ado, um, I bid you guys um, farewell. Take care.